Hey, it's a big one today on the Church Helper Podcast because we're diving into three things that every senior leader wishes their elders team understood about their job. And this topic is important because even though senior leaders and elders spend a lot of time together, there's often still a gap in understanding as to what the job of a senior leader actually includes. So if you're an elder or a staff member and you'd like to have a better working relationship with the other group, then stick around because the Church Helper Podcast starts right now. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Church Helper Podcast. Our mission here at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. My name is Mike, and I'm excited to help you and your church staff and elders get on the same page today with the third episode of our series, Getting to Know Your Staff, focusing on senior leadership positions. If you're a church staff member, now's the time to connect an elder with this content and to sign up for our weekly emails so that you can continue to grow your relationship together. And if you're an elder, make sure you forward this to the rest of your team so that you're all speaking the same language. And just so we're all speaking the same language, every church calls this role something a little different. It could be a lead minister, a lead pastor, a senior pastor, an associate pastor, or something else. But today, I'm going to use the term senior leader to umbrella all these titles. And with that, let's get into it. The three things every elder should know about their senior leaders. Number one. Work hours and personal hours can be blurry. When Church Helper reached out to senior leaders to talk about the disconnect between them and their elders, one senior leader summarized the difficulty to separate work from personal life in this way. The lines between work and personal life are pretty blurry. There are many things that I consider work that they might not realize are, like lunch with a member, weddings, funerals, and the funeral luncheons after. I love the people, but it's still work. One of the biggest struggles everyone really in ministry has is defining the line between work life and personal life. When we started this series, I said that working at a church is a unique mix of worldview, employment, and lifestyle that's hard to describe unless you've done it. And when you're at work seems to be one of the most challenging intersections to navigate. But I think this senior leader in our quote brings up an excellent point that if expanded should help us better understand the work-life balance of a senior leader. Let's have a look at it again and use this one line as an example. Lunch with a needy member, weddings, funerals, and the funeral luncheons. Now that's a list of things that people usually do by choice. If you're invited to a wedding, you're honored to be a guest and you rearrange a weekend or get babysitting to go. If someone you know passes away, you find a way to go to the funeral even if it's in the middle of the week, by taking time off work. And if you have a friend that's struggling and needs somebody to talk to, it's not uncommon to grab a coffee or a burger and sit in the backyard and try to work things out. These are all great things that friends do. But as much as sometimes they might feel like it, they're not expected. Wedding invitations come with RSVPs that you can respond no to. Many people can't get time off work in the middle of the week to attend a funeral, and sometimes friends' schedules just don't line up the way you'd like them to. But when you're a senior leader, the expectation of attending these celebrations and appointments does exist because it's a part of the job. Suppose a senior leader is leading a wedding or a funeral. In that case, they're often expected to attend whatever comes next. And when a congregation member needs to get a coffee and a little counseling, it's often the senior leader's job to meet with that person. And therein lays 
the struggle. Things that elders and congregation members choose to do are things that senior leaders are expected to do. And if you're expected to do something, no matter how fun or relaxing or enjoyable, it's still a part of your job. Sometimes you could look at a senior leader and say, boy, it must be nice to just sit and talk with people all day over coffee. The reality is the emotional toll these conversations can have is enormous. And given the choice, I'm not sure anybody would have back-to-back-to-back counseling sessions in their free time, no matter how good the coffee is. And so here's my point. Just because you would choose to attend a wedding or a funeral, a backyard barbecue, a graduation ceremony, or a baseball game, doesn't mean that it's not a part of a senior leader's job to attend those things, especially in a smaller church. So when a senior leader attends those functions, 95% of them should be considered on the clock time. This means that if you expect your senior leader to be at all kinds of social functions to support your church, it needs to be clear that other work can't get done simultaneously. You can't write a sermon and roast marshmallows at the same time because either one or both are going to go up in flames. So how can you help? Well, you should have a conversation with your senior leader right now to see if they're struggling with this. Often because they feel like they shouldn't complain or it's not right for them to stand up for themselves in this area because over the years they've been taught that coffee isn't work, senior leaders won't bring it up. So you need to. Ask your senior leader how you can best support their work-life balance. Maybe that's extending a deadline, stretching out a workload, or adjusting expectations on events. Start the conversation, be open about the answers, and find a way to help out. Number two, they want to be on a team. Senior leaders are often good at many things, but that doesn't mean they want to do everything by themselves. I've had several conversations with senior leaders whose congregation or elders board have come to them with a great idea or a way to grow the church. And then that member will share the idea along with a blog or a book and then expect the senior leader to just kind of run with it. And although this is well-meaning, the reality is is that a church is a family. And although that family has a leader, all members still need to work together for that family to grow, both spiritually and numerically. We had a couple of senior leaders answer our survey with this theme in mind, and here are a couple of the quotes. The first one says, The pastor's job is to equip people for ministry, not be the keeper of the sheep. Here's another. My biggest struggle is inspiring churched people to engage and invite unchurched people. One senior leader said, They think I'm paid to do the ministry. That's the body's responsibility. And finally, when asked, What is one thing you wish your elders team understood about your position? One senior leader answered, we are a team. The senior leader in your church is a person that's been called to a big job with a lot of responsibility. Your senior leader might be called to set a new vision and direction for your church. They might be called to teach and preach the word of God multiple times a week, lead weddings and funerals, do congregational visits, and always be learning something new. But there's one thing that your senior leaders aren't called to do and that's to do everything by themselves. Sometimes senior leaders can feel like they're on their own little private island, that people just kind of come and visit for a couple of hours, instead of in a group of people drawing up a plan to work together to accomplish a goal. Your senior leader not only needs a team, they likely want one. And as an elder, one of your goals should be to be a tremendous teammate. So what can you do? Well, the next time you have an elders meeting, you can ask, are there any areas that we could be better teammates? 
Likely, you're not gonna be able to fill all the needs at once, but if you can be a better teammate in a couple of new areas, then you're on your way to making your senior leader feel better supported and appreciated. Number three, they need emotional support too. Senior leaders don't always talk about this because they're often the supporter, not the supportee, but being a senior leader takes an emotional toll and sometimes they just need somewhere to vent or think, and this is key, without burdening a spouse. And because working at a church is such a unique workplace, often a senior leader's places to unload pent-up frustrations so that they can reset are pretty limited. I talked to one senior leader once who told me that there was a man in their congregation who would come into the office a couple times a month, sit across the table and just say, hey, how you doing? The senior leader knew that those conversations were a safe place to talk about a few things that would never leave that room and to release some stress. And I know this story because the senior leader was so thankful for the ministry of that elder that they couldn't wait to tell me about it. Now, this might not be the job of everyone, but I would challenge you to choose at least one person on your elders team that sits down with your senior leader now and again and just kind of lets them get some stuff out so that they can have a fresh outlook on their day and their week. If you can create a safe space to do this, it'll go a long way towards helping your senior leader feel supported. Hey, and that's it. Three things every elder should know about their senior leader. Hopefully today's podcast helped you better understand your senior leader and some of the things that they're going through every week. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel. And if you think somebody needs to hear this content today, but they're not really a person of the internet, you can go to our website, churchhelper.ca slash podcast, for a full transcript of today's episode. Make sure you go back and check out our last episode on getting to know your worship leader and stay tuned for more ways to build better relationships between your staff and your elders teams. If you've ever got any questions, please reach out to us through email, hello at churchhelper.ca or go to the Get Help Today tab on our website. Thanks for taking a few minutes to help your church make every decision on purpose today. My name is Mike and I'll talk to you again really soon.